Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm pleased to have vocalist Elaine Dame on the line. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, Emily. So glad to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Now Thank you've, you so much. You've got uh, shows coming up this weekend at Crooners. Will you tell, you tell us about them? Yes, indeed. Well, this is my second appearance in the Dunsmore Jazz Room at Crooners Lounge. Um, and I'm uh, super excited to play there because it's just a gorgeous room. I know yeah. we talked about this last time, <laughs> but it's just such a beautiful room for, for any performer to play. And yeah. um, I'm going to be back with Braden Peterson again and a new uh, cattle player that I've never worked with named Joe Sessions. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be um, um, a show highlighting the work of Ellington and Strayhorn. Nice. Yeah. I, a couple of years ago, I did, a, I did sort of a uh, at an arts center um, I did a touring show with this, and I researched their partnership and um, really dug into to uh, their collaboration, and it was just fascinating. I saw a show about uh, Strayhorn on PBS years and years ago, yeah. kind of got hip to him, and then I started reading uh, biographies about him, and it was just fascinating. There's a definitive biography called Lush Life, mm. written by this man named David Strathern, I think his last name is, and... It was just one of the best books I've ever read. Wow. What are, yeah, really beautiful book. What are some of the uh, things that you learned about their collaboration? Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, for he was a relatively anonymous at the time. Billy. Um, but Yeah, but he had this very monumental uh, effect on Ellington and, and his work. Mm. They they collaborated, and he Billy Strayhorn was basically his arranger and composer and collaborator for 29 years. Mm. And they did it all without a contract. It was extremely symbiotic. Wow. Strayhorn lived in, uh, lived in the Ellington household with Ellington's family. Um, you know, he was often called in to, to fill in for Duke with conducting and rehearsing the band or playing the piano on stage or in the recording studio. Yeah. Um, they, they collaborated on two films. Um, all all of the stuff at the Newport Jazz Festival was just kind of considered Ellington's comeback. When you know right. people thought big bands were passe, mm-hmm. and they were playing with Miles Davis and Sarah Vaughan and all these other great, uh, you know, incredibly bebop, you know, jazz people. And yeah. Strayhorn co-wrote a lot of that, and he never got credit for it, but, hmm. well, mainly because of the publishing laws at the time. Okay. But then, at the time of the Newport Jazz Festival, Ellington had a very pernicious and homophobic. Um, publicist who saw to it that uh, that Strayhorn really didn't get any credit. Oh wow! And yeah, that's just the tip of the iceberg. This book is so incredibly it's well um, well researched, and there's so much incredible material about it and about Billy Strayhorn's life. He had a really really incredible life. Hmm. He was yeah he was just incredible. Not you know outside of the Ellington organization too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of information that's really fascinating. Now, Elaine, did the book inspire you to 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 tour with their music, or did their music inspire you to research and dig into the book? Yeah, good question. No, it was really. It was really the music. Yeah, sure. the music and this and this show. I think it was one of the American experiences or one of those type shows that mm-hmm. that had a documentary about him. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's finally kind of getting his due now. After a very long time, people yeah. are kind of recognizing the amazing uh, composer that he was. Mm-hmm. Now, Elaine, are you in so. Chicago today? I am indeed, because this <laughs> this is where you live. So, so yes. talk to us for a half a second about what the weather's like in Chicago today. Oh my God, it's been so warm. <laughs> I know, yeah, right? Yes, 
It's uh-huh. been crazy warm yesterday. It was almost 60 degrees. It's nuts. Oh, my it's goodness. It's just nuts. So you haven't yeah, uh, had any of this Minneapolis winter. last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for Christmas, yeah, because my sister lives in Minneapolis. So, yeah. Oh, fun. So you're uh, coming yeah. back again. Yep. Yep. My sister and my parents live here now. So Saturday the 4th, that's the show, time 6 o'clock, yeah, doors at mm-hmm. 5, show at 6, in the Dunsmore room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a trio with you, so no drums. Talk to me about that. No drums. Um, I th- I could have drums, I think, but I think I think that some some of this music is is so uh, I don't know. I could have drums. It's just yeah. got. I just it, I just feel it's a little bit more intimate in there. Yeah, it has a little bit of more intimate feel. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it's a great room. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a great room. So I have nothing against drummers. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> They make the world go round. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, Elaine, talk to me about some of the songs that you really love that the that Ellington and Strayhorn collaborated on, or maybe just songs that Billy wrote on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, the big one, you know, the big one is Lush Life. That's yeah. sort of, sort of a, a rite of passage for any jazz singer to sing it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of misinformation about that out there, too. There's this sort of musical uh, urban legend that he wrote that when he was 16, but in fact... He, he started it when he was 19 and finished it when he was 23. And he never uh-huh. meant for it to be this sort of uh, sort of brooding, sad song that most vocalists interpret it as. He saw it as just sort of an art song, and he just sort of, over the years, just kept refining it, playing it at parties. And I think Nat K. Cole was the first person to actually sing it. Oh, wow. And he, yeah, and he actually was saying it in a sort of an up-tempo Latin style, and, and Strayhorn was uncharacteristically apoplectic, and he... He, he made sure that uh, Nat King Cole's people knew that that was definitely not the way to interpret the tune. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah, he wrote a bunch of songs. You know, he wrote, he was leading his own trio in Pittsburgh called, uh, he, he had a trio called the Mad Hatters, and he was writing music. And a lot of the music that he wrote then was um, included in part of the Ellington repertoire. It was just assumed that Duke wrote these tunes, people, songs like Something to Live For, which is a great tune. Mm. Um he wrote the tune Daydream right after he got hired by Ellington. He wrote it actually for Johnny Hodges. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Take the A-Train, of course, is is 100% Strayhorn tune. You know, yeah. it became the anthem, one of the anthems of the swing era. Yeah. Um, there's just so much. There's mm-hmm. there's a ton of, of Strayhorn tunes that I still want to learn. Like, Love is a, um, what's that one about? Love, love something, a flower is a love something. Yeah. And there's a tune that he wrote for Lena Horne, whom he had a very, very uh, close friendship with, um, called Maybe, that I dug up and found. Hmm. Um, and it's a decent, it's a, it's an okay tune. I can see how he wrote it for her, but it's not exactly yeah. the greatest tune for, for everybody. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just, it's fascinating. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be singing some tunes that he actually loved as well, okay. some of his favorite tunes. And then Caravan, which was a tune written by the, the band's Cuban trombone player, Juan Tizol, who kind of got the yeah. shaft the same way that Billy Strayhorn did. Yeah. He didn't really get any credit for it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so much. Well, Elaine Dame, you're coming to Crooners on Saturday, the 4th of January, 2020. It's right around the corner. Uh, yeah, doors at Happy five. New Year. <laughs> show mm-hmm. at 6, indeed. Happy New Year to you, Elaine. So glad you're coming back to the cities, and uh, have a great Thank show you. on Saturday. Thank you so much, Emily. I appreciate it.